Hello everyone, I'm Jonathan Little. I'm here today with episode 257 of Weekly Poker Hand. That's a lot of episodes. Here we're playing 5-5, No Limit Hold'em. Presumably there is a straddle. We have a raise from Poker Mama to $55. We have a 3-bet from Day with Ace-King suited, which I think is perfectly fine. Um, these players are quite deep. We're playing 5-5, but like I said, there's probably a straddle. And... Poker Mama is roughly $1,900 deep, so I think it's fine to 3-bet Ace-King suited. You could also just call. I'm always a little bit cautious 3-betting under-the-gun players because it's somewhat likely that they just have a really good range. And if they don't, like say they raise Ace-Jack offsuit from early position, they're just going to fold. And I know Poker Mama is a good player, so she's going to play reasonably, right? So I definitely like the idea of calling some portion of the time, but... Ace-King suit is great, so feel free to 3-bet. Around to Kieran, who has only $565 with Ace-King of Hearts, and I would definitely just go all in now. Some people think oh, I'm going to call and try to flop well, but the problem with calling and trying to flop well is that if you miss the flop, what's going to end up happening a lot of the time is someone's going to bet and then you're going to fold out a hand that has a solid amount of equity, and you really don't want that. So I think this is probably just an all-in. A lot of people get very uncomfortable putting their whole stack in before the flop with only a drawing hand, ace-king, but ace-king's great. Uh, the idea of I have a drawing hand is kind of ridiculous because um, you always want to look at your equity against your opponent's ranges, right? You don't want to look at, oh, I have pocket twos, it's a made hand, I'm happy. Because obviously pocket twos is in terrible shape against pocket eights. And, um, you know, pocket eights are a made hand, but they're only flipping against ace-king. Anyway... Kieran does decide to just call, and I think that was probably an easy all-in. On around to Harlan in the small blind with 7-5 of diamonds, who elects to call as well. If you've been watching the last few episodes of Weekly Poker Hand, you know Harlan's a wild card. He likes to play. He's in literally every episode. And also, he's not afraid to gamble. So Harlan probably knows this is not the most ideal call, but we'll see if it works out for him. Back around to Poker Mama. This is a rough spot because I think normally this is a pretty reasonable spot to just fold. And you may say, why would you ever fold ace-queen offsuit here? Well, remember, go back to the very beginning. You raised under the gun. Well, it's under the gun plus one, but there was a straddle. You raised under the gun plus one and then got three bet by the player in second position. That alone is pretty rough. And then it went call, 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 call. So now if you make top pair, first you could just be dominated by ace-king or aces or queens. And also... A lot of people who cold call behind may have drawing type hands. I wouldn't think as weak as 7-5 suited, but certainly like jack-10 suited, right? So I think this is actually a reasonable spot just to make a snug fold preflop. Whenever there is a ton of money in the pot, though, it's always tempting to call. But this is a hand that Pokemon was going to have a really, really tough time getting to the showdown with. So she does decide to call, and I don't fault her for that. But I think folding is certainly viable. All right, so they see a flop five ways. It's a lot of ways. Flop comes... Oh, I'm sorry, four ways. Flop comes king, seven, four. So ace-king makes top pair. Ace-queen makes nothing. And seven, five suited makes middle pair with a backdoor flush draw and a backdoor straight draw. So Harlan's thinking about it first with his pile of draws. Pot is $675. He has 2,000 behind. Poker Mama has 1,800. She's done. Um, Day has 6,000, so he covers Harlan. And Kieran has... Only 
370. So, interestingly enough, it looks like Day instantly checked Ace-King here. And, you know, I don't mind. Actually, I'm sorry. No, he didn't check. It looked like he checked. Poker Mama check. There we go. Day does decide to bet. I definitely think you should bet here. When you're playing very multi-way, you just want to bet and get money in the pot when you are substantially ahead. On to Kieran. Easy call slash all in. It looks like Day bet $305, which is almost enough to put Kieran all in. So that's perfectly fine. Um, obviously, don't fold Ace King when you flop top pair, top kicker on a dry board, right? Now around to Harlan. He has to put in 370 to try to win 1400 This is one of those spots where a lot of people think, well, if I get two pair, I'm probably good. Therefore, I should pop my money in. The problem, though, is that the best case scenario is whenever you are not dominated at all. Because imagine someone just has like King 5 instead, right? Then you're just drawn to a 7. And also, sometimes you could just be dead when someone has pocket fours or pocket kings. So I think you need to fold if you're Harlan. I get how, you know, if you're playing 7-5 suited, you're trying to flop something good. And, you know, you got to pair with all the backdoor draws. What more do you want in your life? Maybe one of the backdoor draws comes in. But it's just way too likely you're dead in this scenario. Booker Mama's on her phone. She's obviously done with the hand. And now, at this point, Day cannot re-raise because... Kieran was relatively shallow. This is a spot, actually, by the way, where there may be some merit in betting something like half of Kieran's stack, so bet 180. Then if Kieran raises all in, Harlan may still call, then you can re-raise and push Harlan off a lot of his equity or get him to put even more money in drawn dead or drawing thin. I use the word dead a little bit too loosely, by the way. I've gotten a few complaints about people say, saying, he's not dead, he's going to win 12% of the time. Like, look, 12's pretty dead. It's effectively dead. All right, turns the ace of hearts, so now Harlan's in trouble. He turned a flush draw, and Day turned the effective nuts. It's pretty hard for Harlan to have a set here. He could. He could have a set, but a lot of people just go ahead and raise sets on the flop. All right, so pot's now $1,800. Harlan has $1,700 behind. So Day does bet enough to just put them all in, which I think is perfectly fine. The board has become a little bit more draw-heavy, but... I'm trying to think if you need to worry about exactly backdoor draws. Clearly you don't, right? So in this scenario, I think I would have preferred a smaller bet from Day, like $600 to try to get Harlan to put his money in with King-Queen or 8-5, right? Hands that are drawing pretty thin. Jamie can't be that bad, though. I mean, listen, I don't think Jamie's bad, but I do know that Harlan likes to play all sorts of junk. Like, imagine Harlan has 7-5 of clubs. You don't really care if he sticks around, right? Because he's drawn to two outs. And I think that's going to be the likely scenario here. He's going to have one pair, no draw. Because if he has 7-5 of diamonds, obviously he could have 7-5 of clubs, 7-5 of hearts, right? So he doesn't have to have exactly the backdoor diamond draw. Obviously, if he knew his hand, you would just jam it all in. But we don't know his hand. So I'm fine with the shove, but I think a smaller bet's going to get you more equity in the long run just because Harlan's going to be drawing really, really dead. Maybe 600 is a little bit too small. Maybe you want to go something like 1,000. Anyway, over to Harlan. What do you do now? You sure didn't call to fold whenever you get there with a diamond draw, right? So pot's seven. Pot's, pot's actually not accurate. Um, Harlan has to put in 1,700 more to win a pot that's going to be something like 4,000. So it'll be up to six. So he needs to win 30% of the time, and he's going to win roughly that amount. But I do want to make it clear, this is actually the best case scenario for Harlan. A lot of people are not going to realize that. Um, obviously, his draw is pretty likely to be live because, like, what does Day have? I mean, he's not going to have Queen Jack of Diamonds too often. But even if he does, Harlan's in fine shape with this pair. 
The problem, though, is that sometimes Harlan's going to run into a set and be in pretty bad shape, just drawing to the flush minus some of the outs. And then he's in very bad shape. Also here, the pair plus the... Um, well, the two-pair draw is often not very live because sometimes you're going to be against two-pair. Quite often, you're drawing to exactly the flush draw and the trips draw. But even then, the trips draw is not actually live sometimes. This is one of the spots where Harlan just happens to be in essentially the best-case scenario. But even then, it's not like he was making some hugely profitable call. So he does get it all in. We get to see what comes on the river. Doesn't really matter what comes on the river because Harlan made probably a slightly losing call. This is where it's very important to look at not only your exact situation in this hand, but your equity on average. And then ask yourself, am I fine on average here? And I can just go ahead and tell you that 7-5 of diamonds probably needs to make a snug fold on the flop and a snug fold on the turn, even though in this exact scenario, he was relatively live both times. They're taking their time. What are they going to put out in the river? Did I spoil it for you? Oh, it just took him forever to call. Sorry, I assumed he called a long time ago. So, um, he does call. River's a seven for fun. And um, Harlan's going to win a nice pot. So, what's the lesson of this? Is the lesson of this to make tight folds, or is the lesson of this to gamble and get lucky? A lot of people will look at this and think, oh man, I should be playing like Harlan, where I'm splashing around and hoping to get lucky. But you have to understand that in the long run, it does not matter if you win or lose pots. A lot of people really care about winning or losing, but in the long run, that is not what matters. What matters is getting your money in ahead and printing equity. If you print equity long-term over the course of your career, you will win all the money. And if you consistently get it in behind, yes, you're going to have some exciting all-ins. You're going to get lucky sometimes. You're going to bust the pros, etc., etc. But you have to ask why you're playing the game. Are you playing the game to try to get lucky? Are you playing the game to stroke your ego? Are you playing the game to try to get lucky on, like, I mean, I don't know. Like, what, what is your actual reason for playing? And I know my reason for playing is to try to win money. And you win money by getting it in ahead. If you don't get it in ahead on a regular basis, well, you're going to do the opposite of win money. That's it for today. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Weekly Poker Hand. If you did, click like, click subscribe, share it with your friends. I know we've been showing some um, pretty splashy pots over the last few episodes of Weekly Poker Hand. We're probably going to chill out on that going forward. We're going to go back to more regular poker hands. Um, we've had some people say, this is not real poker. I mean, to be fair, this is real poker. It is. I mean, they're playing $4,000 pots here. But... We're going to experiment with going back to more default hands or more normal hands just to give more regular advice to regular players and regular games, even though, like I said last time, you need to make sure you're well prepared to deal with players like this. So keep the feedback coming. If you have any other directions you'd like me to consider taking Weekly Poker Hand, let me know on Twitter at Jonathan Little. I'm always happy to listen to your feedback because without your feedback, I would not be making this podcast. So thanks a lot. Good luck. Have fun in your games. And I'll talk to you next week.